Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have a very good friend of mine, entrepreneur, a filmmaker, Christian Alphonse. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing well, and you, man. How's it going? I'm doing well, thank you, man. I'm uh, like we discussed before the podcast. I'm adjusting to uh, the new world, you know, post pandemic. <laughs> um, I'm awaiting what's to, what's to come. Uh, that's going to be basically the theme of this episode. But uh, is this the same for you? Are you just anticipating the changes? Yeah, man. I'm excited to be finally back outside. Got a haircut today, which is great. Finally saw my Berber. I haven't seen my Berber in months, man. Like he's <laughs> raising a family. It's, it's no visit crazy, to the man. house. No visit to the house. You didn't do those secret like basement uh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I didn't do um I didn't do those back doors, uh places to meet up. I, I um I don't do that. So, you know, I just go straight to the shop double mask like always yeah of course. Get oh, my double guy. mask i love it Dou- I'm, delta- a, I'm a double mask guy man I don't delta think variant always- on the rise or what's going on <laughs> i don't know man like i don't know all these mutations that's happening you know um even fauci said yesterday that like he will put a mask if he goes to a city that has low vaccination rate so so far like i've been listening to that guy so uh, i'm a double mask until that's kind of smart I- so yeah, when you man. socialize with, when you social, I guess a uh, question that's on everyone's mind or like, they don't know, like when you go out with friends and stuff, are you still wearing the mask or you take it off eventually? Well, I eventually take it off because all okay. my friends are vaccinated. Most of them are double, yeah. double vaccinated already. So right. like I trust them and they trust me. Uh, but for out and about, we go to a restaurant, you know, I might, I might mask up. <laughs> I might. <laughs> of course, bro. I don't know these people, man. You don't know who's anti-vaxxer anymore. You don't know you if don't the know waitress who... uh, might have it, right? Yeah, well, you don't know. I, I still don't know this thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We're all, we're all just day. going with emotions, really, right? And then in yeah, five years, exactly. they'll let us know the side effects. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're going to have a fifth ear that's going to grow right beside your fourth ear, your third ear. <laughs> okay. Chris is going uh, yeah. to panic. But, no, but like, no, you're no, vaccinated, no. right? I got the first dose. Nice. Um, I feel Pfizer? like Ottawa's. Yeah, Pfizer, bro. Yeah. Uh, family, all the whole family got Pfizer. We're just waiting on the second dose. We want it to be Pfizer. I heard there's a, you know, speculation or a little bit of a, uh, uneasiness with uh, people not wanting the second dose to be mixed, like a different vaccine. And I know the government is very upset about this. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm so happy you said that because I was gonna bring that up to you. Um, oh yeah, so tell me, man, what's up? So I got my vaccine. I got I got vaccinated today. My last vaccine. My second vaccine nice um and the nurse was like uh do you want to do Moderna or Pfizer I'm like are people like picking and choosing like they go Pfizer first or Moderna second thinking that's right, right. Just gonna change the chemicals like it's the same thing <laughs> well it's a technology right the mRNA unless it's like Novax or something right like some foreign, I mean uh... is, is the technology does it there's a difference between both of them uh, I heard the effects are different on the body, but I know the technology is very similar. I could be wrong, but I know it has yes. at its core the mRNA technology. Yeah, right. It's the same thing. I don't know. And a lot but of people like, I know already like mixed it. My my, it's all preferential thing, right? And it, it is your right because you're you're putting it in your body, so you're mm-hmm. gonna have situations like myself where, you know, do I prefer Pfizer and Pfizer? Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll gun yeah. for it, right? But at That's the same I time. Uh, I can see why the government uh, is cracking down because, you know, we, we have this pandemic to fight. It's like almost like a war we yeah. have to win. Um, but nevertheless, it's everyone's prerogative, right? Like everyone has an opinion, uh, like with anything. 
and mm-hmm. they have to feel comfortable and safe. The good news is, is that people are more willing uh, and forthcoming to take this vaccine, right? Yeah, well, hopefully we'll see. Uh, well, I we'll saw see. The- yeah, but but so far so good. Like maybe social we'll media see, doesn't man. do it. Maybe social media doesn't do it justice. I know you and I have uh, qualms about this, but uh, Yo, you go man. on social media, everybody's vaccinated and uh, living life to their fullest. <laughs> man, you know me, man. I, th- I think social media is not real, man. Like <laughs> you know me, man. If, if I'm not there, it didn't happen. I don't believe it. Like you know, I, I isn't that saying? If yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's an IG, it's real. I, I don't believe in that, man. Yeah, yeah. No, no. The, the one I can't get over, my, my uh, soundbite for 2021 is uh, industry plants. Yeah, uh, man. At first, I thought you were talking about the, uh, you know, some kind of like uh, plant, uh, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Uh, but uh, you actually meant uh, seeds in the industry, uh, these, 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 you know, hidden figures kind of uh, dropping uh, certain influences, right? Uh, yeah, like to make these, yeah. these people uh, more popular than what they are yeah exactly they're they're being made in a boardroom come yeah. on like we we both know that's true they, they did market research on this no I, yeah for sure man um but at the same time uh yeah it's an interesting world man with marketing <laughs> and social media that's for sure and if it, <laughs> if i wasn't People, there, social media is not real I'm, I'm gonna tell your audience that social media is not real your friends are not having that much fun they're bored they're just seeming to have fun that IG model the- doesn't look like what she looks like in real life. That guy that has a lot of money is broke. <laughs> if he's, if he's flying a fast. private jet, it's not a private jet. It's a, it's a photo shoot. It's a photo op. You, you, you read that story, a story, right? It's a set on a soundstage. Bro, I saw a girl. Yeah. They, 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 this girl literally like set up a little set Yeah. Um, where she was staring outside of a commercial airline. And it, it was the full thing, like a seat and, you know, the wall and the window. And I'm like, these people really go above and beyond. There's even a guy that was given hacks on how to uh, reach that. And he was like, you know, yeah. grab a toilet seat, flip it upside down, go next yeah. to it. And I was like laughing, but I'm like, wow, that was believe that looks believable. Because the, 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 the naked eye tricks you, right? You're saying, yeah. like, like, how did that happen? Man, you could do but, a lot um, right now on social media. Yeah, man, people, people are getting consumed for sure. And, uh, you know, I'm guilty of it, too, right? Because that's we're home. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're cooped up. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like the only sense of uh, reality we have right now. But, you know, things will will hopefully become better uh, for the sake of our mental health, because uh, I know it's taking a toll uh, eventually, right? Mm -hmm. On everybody, right? You know, always staring at your phones, always working from home. What are your thoughts on that, man? How's work going? Are they stressing you out? or Are you doing fine? I'm doing fun at work. Um, yeah, I'm doing fun at work. Um, there's a light in my tunnel at work, which is good. Um, biggest nice. thing was, was workload. What does that mean, light at the end of the tunnel? It was workload, right? We had a bunch of new people oh. joining our team. So that, that's like that's my work itself. But like, you know, in my startup that I'm working on right now, man, I've been doing nothing, bro, to be quite honest. I'm just, oh. I've just been, I've just been taking yeah. a break. Yeah. It's, it's so annoying because it's like, I don't know if things are opening up, if they're closing down. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just wait and see what happens uh, at this point in time, because, you know, I've been talking to like mentors, business coaches, and like, they're all telling me different things. Like it's hard to make decisions. So I think it's I'm going to bring on that. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, sometimes it's even challenging, right? I, I learned a new term, toxic positivity, where sometimes you listen to many voices. You don't even know for yourself, like what you yeah. are, right? I think to- that makes toxic sense. Pos- toxic positivity, right? Like, isn't that when like people are just too positive and you just don't know if it's well, they're giving you all these, all these best piece of advice and like, you should do it now. You should change your life. Like stop being a <laughs> bum. 
and people don't realize <laughs> that life is long and it's uh, about yeah. progress it's a cycle and you know, I, I there's downs yeah ebbs and flows man right yeah and it's like it's like that time you told me that time that time you told me you're you know congratulating me complimenting me on starting my youtube channel but instead of you know uh boasting me the whole time you were like but keep in mind like you're you're right here right right now you're at the bottom (laughs) and i'm like thank you and you're like no but that's what it is like here you when you started it you were like this and now you're like this and now you have to keep going until you reach another peak yeah um yeah and that's all see. it is, man. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll see. Because, like, the cool thing about YouTube or anything that's a visual content is when something hits, everything else goes up. Yeah, everything know? connects, man. Yeah, for sure. So, I read that, too, actually, once for any creatives or entrepreneurs. is like, I really do believe that. Like, no no, uh, no streak of good luck. And then all of a sudden, like, everything will connect because you're so prepared yeah. and you've done all you can to reach yeah. that point. Like Tarantino, you know, you know, I love my boy Tarantino. He was on Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know if yeah. you caught him. Did not he say like he won't do another movie? That's why yeah, I he won't do another movie. You know, yeah. let's be honest. Who knows? I believe him, and I'll tell you why. Because mm. he's a writer, right? He wants to get into novelizations. Yeah. Uh, he wants to do Broadway. So I can see that happening, right? He's not just like pulling it out of his ass. But I bring him up because of the point of. Um, he was talking about how, like, in his twenties, you know, I wanted to send you just that snippet. In his 20s, he had no luck, you know, he was treated hmm. by shit by everybody, right? Like, you know, the business, no one wanted to work with him, girls, whatever. And, you know, when he made his movie Reservoir Dogs, right, he was hesitant because the guy's like, oh, give me three months, I'll find a budget for you because this is like worthy material to be made into a feature film to have a high production value. And he's like, yeah, 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 because he didn't believe it, right? Everyone always mm-hmm. tells him, I'll do this for you, I'll do that. And nevertheless, he believed in his heart. And um he said from that day on, like he had the next seven years, eight years, right? Between Pulp Fiction, getting deals with Miramax. Um, it just was amazing, right? For him, it was it was a prosper, prosperous. But, you know, it's an anomaly too, right? Not everyone has that same journey. But I think what someone can take from that is uh, the principle of staying consistent, staying committed yeah. and believing in your passion, right? Believing in yourself. And people will find you. We've been talking about from day one, by the way, I should always, I got to always insert this. He's my uh, episode one uh, mm-hmm. guest, Christian Alphonse here. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about this from the first episode, man. That mm-hmm. consistency. Consistency in showing up. <laughs> that's not a big part. You got to show up. You know, that's my line, bro. You got to yeah. just show, even if you're, even if you're bad at the job, you still show yeah. up. <laughs> you still show up, show up, show up. People yeah. have a hard time you know hardest time that's the hardest thing to do sometimes just show up man yeah i'm not listen i'm I'm not uh free from that right uh yeah. you know we we all have uh our hesitancies mm-hmm. we and i shared those experiences but i think what separates us uh from a lot of the people is you know we can we're proud to say well i did it right like i showed mm-hmm. up and i tried right even if we yep. fell flat on our face it's like yep. hey you showed up you did your part Mm-hmm. And what I've been learning about this pandemic is a lot of projects that, you know, I've worked on so many more contacts have come out of it. So it just shows you that you got to keep going, you know, you got to <laughs> keep creating. Can we talk about your project? Cause like beautiful is like touring what, like all the globe now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is, man. Thank you. It's uh, they basically did a European tour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's finishing up soon. Um, I think it's going to come to North America now. There's some <laughs> festivals out there uh yeah man it's been quite a ride for sure it's it's uh, it's, it's, it's so fun to watch because it's like oh it's it's now it's like it's like what like i'm assuming at this point it's like because i think i saw it in brazil 
that's that's Brazil at one point. No, huh? no, no, no. I might have been Munich or something. Or... Munich. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I'm because I because I'm like I'm, <laughs> I'm like this guy's like here now. He's there over there. Like I'm really pumped. Are you gonna get in that poster? <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. Um, no, that's the beauty, man. And and I remember that from day one. I remember when I set my sights out to be a director. Mm-hmm. Like a friend once wisely told me, he's like um you gotta get into as many festivals as you can no matter how yeah. small no matter how big because you get a you, you use that for leverage mm-hmm. uh on your next project or you use that uh as a way to get funding right yeah so yeah. when these festivals were reaching out man i took that advice i was like hey you know what i gotta i gotta just first of all i at first it was all about the the vanity like oh like mm-hmm. i get that attention that recognition but then I thought to myself, I'm like, no, like the more, the better, you know, if it's yeah. getting, if a festival is reaching out and saying, we want you to yep. submit, we'll give you a discount. Hey, you know, I got some money saved up. Let me do it. Right. This is my passion. This is an investment, as I call it mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not something stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I can proudly showcase it. Right. So yep. I'm really happy that, uh, yeah, I'm really grateful. Shout out to Robert DiMario. Uh, mm-hmm. We did a podcast with him. He's telling me his experiences in soccer and what led to it. And the reason why I'm happy you brought up beautiful because uh, it's an inspiration for not only for myself, but for people to kind of look at it as we always talk about it. You don't need a hundred million dollar budget. You don't need yep. the big cameras. You just yep. need a vision and you just need yep. a camera at the end of the day. Yep. And you're a director and yep. that film is not 20 minutes. It's not 30 minutes. It's not an hour. Yep. It's one minute and a half and yep. it's still got attention. And I'm firmly believe in this philosophy, man, is the story is above everything. You know, you could have the best score, the best style, the best shots, but if you don't have the story, if you don't have that execution, uh, people won't see it, right? The market won't yeah. find it. And, and and what's so cool about you doing this podcast too, uh, is like seeing the progression of it. Because right before it was, you're using what, like your heads, you're like little, um, <laughs> I was using my little, little thing. Bro. Yeah. Now, yeah. You, now you have this going on in like a dark room yeah. I was like fucking with yellow lighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now it's slowly building into something and it's just cool for people to see that growth, man. That's, that's a cool thing. It's just seeing that journey. Um, for sure, man. So that's going to be awesome, man. And beautiful is out. Everyone, everyone should watch it. I just yeah. get those festivals. It's, it's yeah, really good. Some- Thank you. I, I, I told you, you. I told you it was good. I was like, "Yo, oh, like, no, I know you don't bullshit me, man." Like, yeah, Christian's like, the first good. guy, like my other friend from Haiti, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Carl. Um, mm. You'll tell me, man, if something you know needs work or something needs to be fixed. But uh, you've been more than supportive. Uh, there's two, a couple more projects uh, coming out in the summer that I'll be happy to share with you and the audience. Yeah. Uh, Cracked, and another one I shot called Act of War, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. happy with. I'm just in post production right now, kind of editing it. Uh, small film, but again, the power—the power of storytelling. You know, if no, it's no. there, it'll pack a really big punch. And small doesn't have a small film. The film's the film. No, no, I know. But I'm saying is that everyone wants to go go big or go home kind of thing, right? But you have to <laughs> you have to start in small steps, as Christian ones reminded yeah, me. Yeah, right? uh, everyone. You mean like those film students? No, no. The, hey, listen. I was one of those guys, and you know, well, I don't know if you knew me at 17, but. Uh, <laughs> I was, bro, I wrote my first script because, you know, I write scripts on the side, like feature life, yeah. right? And my first mm. script, 120 pages from the looks of it with the action, the cars that mm. I needed to be used. $100 million probably, right? Like 50 million <laughs> at least. Mm. And, I'm, you know me, I'm like, that's going to be my directorial debut. Mm. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to be like a Tarantino mm. or whatever. You know, fast forward 10 years later, it's like, ah, it requires a little bit more time. You know what mm. I mean? It requires a little bit more of a, a progression. And I'm thankful for that, right? Like, do you want to make, you once told me that something along the lines of, you want to make it big tomorrow 
right? Mm-hmm. And then fall flat on your face and then be gone the next day? Or do mm-hmm. you want to like slowly build to that and then last yeah. forever, right? Yeah. And I, and I, uh, you know, I, it takes a lot of work to like think about that, but it's the reality, man. You gotta, you gotta really uh, yeah. remind yourself, uh, you know, do you want to be a Charlie D'Amelio, like blow up tomorrow? Right. <laughs> and then you have to coast on that for the rest of your life. Or do you want to like man. build to that career? Right. be like, a yeah, Drake, girl, right. Take 10 years to like, you know, build it. That girl's everywhere, by the way. Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, I know. Man. She must be exhausted at this point. Is that an industry plant? Is that an industry plant? <laughs> I don't think it's an industry plant. I, 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 I don't know. Like when I watch her videos, and I, I watch her and her family and like I, I'm just trying to understand like what's amazing about them right Sam. and I, I I just don't get it but then again like I'm not the audience like I'm not their audience you know listen Maybe I hate to just, yeah go ahead I hate to sound like no I hate I don't want to make it sound like we're shitting on her we like we're not shitting know. on her we're fascinated by her no no but that's what I'm saying <laughs> is like fascinated. I'm saying for the cynical for the cynical people right like you know yeah. it's like oh look at him but but I am. I'm, I'm truly fascinated. It's I'm like fascinated you, by this. you throw up a few dance videos and next yeah. thing you know, you're getting sponsored. You're doing Super Bowl commercial. Um, it's quite an anomaly for sure. Okay. Just one more thing. Remember that that guy on Target, Jared from Target? Remember that a couple years ago? Jared from Target? Or Jared from yeah. Subway? What are you talking about? No, like there was this guy from Target. Oh. It was like, it was like, like other girls were like fascinated by him. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He He's a cashier, right? Yes. Remember, yeah. like, was it Jared or something? I don't, I don't remember James or I don't know maybe I don't yeah. know man like when that happened I, I was also fascinated by that because he was a cute guy I, I, I get girls see it find him cute right but I'm like other than that like what's so so fascinating about yeah, that yeah well we live in that world right the digital age where everything uh I don't get it become a trend everything can become a fad in, in an instant right and it could also man. fall in that same speed so normalcy man normalcy will, will eventually become popular now so it's weird yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting concept. We, me, yeah. you, and I are very are very much the same that way. We're fascinated by uh, you know, social <laughs> so media and uh, how it affects people, and uh, you know, we're we're uh, gluttons for that too, right? Like, look at the Fast and Furious franchise. You know, oh, trailer cool. comes out, we're ready to go. Oh man! Oh, I've seen it. I'm nice. like waiting for the theaters to be open up so I can watch right away. Man. Oh wait, you haven't seen it? You have seen I haven't, it? Haven't? I haven't. I haven't. Oh, I've seen the seen trailer. It. Oh, the trailer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Han's back. They kind of ruined that, that part for me. Yeah, but like, why, I'm still, why not wait? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just let that be something that's revealed while I watch the movie. That's going to make me love the movie five times more. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm going to give them my money. I think I'm gonna, I might watch it twice. Fuck it, man. I, I yeah, love You're a diehard fan. I love it. I love Fast and Furious. It's just, like, I think globally, it's just one of those movies globally that's just love. That's just being loved, like, just as a series. I definitely understood when uh, John Cena apologized um, to China about calling yeah, Taiwan. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so people that don't know, John Cena, who stars in Fast and Furious, um, I think he plays who who who's brother? He plays um, Jason Isn't he brother brother. of Toretto or no? No, I think it could be Toretto's brother. Could be. I'm, I'm not quite sure, but anyways, he was doing a press run in Taiwan or in China because. Yeah. Like that movie in Southeast Asia, in Asia itself, is like, it's like a whole completely different monster. It's and it's very hard for Hollywood to have movies like that if it's not like a action, right? Superhero movie like a Marvel franchise or like a like a what's another one franchise? A DC franchise. It's very hard for those like action that movies to do very well overseas, and nice. and like I think definitely did hurt um 
the Fast and Series money in terms of box office overseas. By John Cena's comment, I'm sure like Chinese government, you know, made sure that that movie didn't release wasn't really wasn't like a wide release. Did he insult um, but, the government? Something along those yeah, lines, I remember hearing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't quite explain. Yeah. He called Taiwan a country. And right. you know, and the Chinese government is like, what the heck? Taiwan is not a country, it's part of uh, part of China. And you know, he apologized and he spoke in Mandarin while, while apologizing. Which and is amazing. People were upset. <laughs> <laughs> but people, yeah, that's crazy as an American to do that. Yeah. But people are upset uh, because of uh his I, I like joe rogan was talking about it how he yeah. was just so easy to conform uh to their uh policies and you know apologize like showing that cultural yeah. change but like you know no I, i've been thinking a lot about that clearly for me like you know i love Demo- democracy right. and i understand like you know like you, you need to call you need to call Taiwan a country like I'll, i will say that um, but at the same time, you know, it's, you're not, you don't live there, you know, you're not part of that government, you're not part of our structure. You are a visitor in that country. You know, right. you can have your own opinion about it, but you know, you keep your opinion to yourself. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, so I don't really agree or disagree. I don't, I don't really know how I feel about him calling it a country to be quite honest. Cause it's like, it's not your business. You're not, you don't live in the, you don't live in that country, but at the same time, like I would personally call Taiwan a country myself you know yeah well it's a human mistake <laughs> what you're getting at right like it's a human human error i should say yeah <laughs> and all countries should be free i'm gonna say yeah. that as well <laughs> like there's all i think what it is is that what, what, what people took from that uh situation that predicament is he you know said what he had to say right he said that uh provided misinformation that taiwan's a country but because of the uh you know influence right the chinese uh, audience the market i should say has on the amount of money uh, a yeah. movie makes for a studio right for, for people they, they can't afford like, they can't afford to piss off two billion people <laughs> yeah but for people don't understand china controls the movie industry like they mm. select which form movies gets played right in, right in their marketplace right that's why it's so important that hollywood has a good connection with china of course I, I, okay. only people understand that like it's not like it's not like in Canada where like any movie gets gets picked up. No, here. yeah, yeah, and it's up to the like, audience to find it. Yeah, yeah, like in China, it's like you the certain movies you cannot watch. Right. The, the Chinese firewall protects the Chinese citizens from certain from certain content. Yeah, they're know? after so, their own interests, right? Whatever serves the government's uh, you know, agenda or policies. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So like, I understand like why John Cena had to apologize, but also to like you know personal opinion you can't be personal opinion but like man like i don't know man i don't know i don't know like it's what would you subject. do in that, in, that, in that situation you know you're well, a big I can star understand it. i can understand it from a from a business point you know what i mean like why he did it i don't think it was his own discretion right like his own his own it, it was voluntary like he had to do it because um there's a lot riding on the line right uh his between his agent his, his you know, contracts yeah um Contract but yeah, it, well. it's a tricky situation. If I was in the same situation, um, you know, I would say probably I would have to conform because I don't know, like it's uh, it's part of your job at the end of the day. Like people are so yeah. quick to say like, nah, fuck that, whatever. But the reality is, is you follow policies every day and procedures yeah. at work. <laughs> what makes you think yeah. you're going to be different when yeah. you have millions of dollars on the line and your future of your career, right? So I, I'm not saying that I would, I would be, I would be like, in that situation, I don't really know how I would act, but I could see why he did it. 
you know what I mean? Like regarding conforming and being that way, you know? I, I, I have one question for you. Yeah. Because like I find that fascinating as well. If John Cena was known to be an activist for democracy, but and he also apologized for calling Taiwan a country, would you think he's a hypocrite? Well, definitely, yeah. But again, it's it's all See? political. But it's all that's political. So interesting. But that's but it's all political at the end of the day, right? I'm, and that's I'm, what I I retract my comment because mm-hmm. it is very highly dependent on you know your reasonings, right? For mm-hmm. for apologizing. Because it I'm, is a mistake. I'm, it's a human error, you know? Yeah. I'm very curious to know, like, how far values go in terms of contractual obligations and money for certain people. Yeah. That, that's something I'm always interested about, especially for businesses. It's like, how far your values will go for money? Yeah, it is, it is interesting, man. Like, because money is, uh, has always been uh, <laughs> seen as demonic, right? But uh, it, it definitely is, is the... Uh, the lifeblood for a lot of people right it's but, what drives them but not only that it's like you know like you, when you're a public company like warner brothers no who, who owns um fast and furious um it's not, it's um it's universal. Paramount? universal universal yeah universal like i think universal is a public company isn't it i believe so yeah I'll, i think the big five like the studios are yeah so like as dude there's so much to talk about the, the studio about studios did you hear about amazon i think they acquired uh mgm yeah man that's a I'm, move i'm man. winning <laughs> i'm waiting for more tech companies to buy all the studios to be quite right. honest right to be quite honest it'll be it'll like, be easier to get into the market you're saying no just because like one of the biggest things about studios is like they were so dependent of the cinema system but with the rise of technology you know we watch right. movies everywhere man i saw a great film on my phone and I, it was a great experience i was like wow like why did why did we go to the theater what's it called man what's it called uh okay it might be a little bit controversial it's a roman polanski movie it's called oh, the ghostwriter okay. Oh, okay it's um, recent like it just came out um it came out like a couple years ago it stars ian ewan mcgregor ewan mcgregor okay. um pierce brosman stars in it as well um, I don't know. People, people don't like Warren Fernandesky. I, I, I definitely understand. <laughs> yeah, obviously, if it has passed. Uh, yeah, man. Tarantino messed accidentally backed him up once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very messed up guy. And I don't agree what he did in the past. But, man, what a movie. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you, like, the the culture differences. You know what I mean? Like, you know, obviously, pedophilia should never be encouraged. But I remember thinking about this the other day. I know this is a random side fact. But uh, you know how, like, presidents, politicians, they get into scandals for having affairs? Yep. The current pre- president of France, does he not, did he not have, like, an affair with a woman or multiple women? And yep. he's still in office? <laughs> yep. Is that, yep. Is that not uh, a testament to the European mentality or what? Well, not, not, not only that, like, some presidents in the United States had dealings with um that guy in just layman maxwell what's that guy's name again i'm blanking that guy's name Wait, um, which someone's maxwell uh, like you know like you know those the, the people that had like that island where they where they took advantage of these young girls oh right uh, right yeah like, yeah there's all kinds what's, of comments about that like and the guy passed away in like oh said, like, uh epstein yeah epstein epstein julian maxwell like yeah. people have a lot of connections with those as well those individuals as well i'm just i'm just i'm just letting you know like a lot of stuff has happened in the last couple yeah. of years. 
Well, everything is, everything is, you make a good point. I don't want to get too political and too into that, yeah. but I have to say like, everything is very surface level. Like people don't realize that there's a lot more shadowy figures than you think. Oh um, man. You know what I mean, man? Like that, that's just one uh, fish from the pool, from the pond yeah, or whatever. Man. Yeah. Oh, like, but yeah, let, let's, let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Yeah. I don't know how we got into this dark topic. Uh, but yeah, it's about values and money, man. Values and money. Go ahead. 100%. Well, it all, it all connects. Right. And, mm. you know, having said that with the rest of values and money, uh, it's going to be a hot button topic uh, post pandemic. Right. Cause I know that's mm-hmm. on a lot of people's minds, especially myself, uh, you know, starting a business pre pandemic pandemic hits and then post pandemic, how do you recover? How do you, adapt right how do you go into it so i wanted to ask you you know uh because i respect your knowledge your experience in commerce right Mm -hmm. uh what is your perspectives what is your opinions on like uh post-pandemic like how regarding employment the housing market oh man yo not not well dude we're gonna see if inflation's coming (laughs) inflation's coming covid tax There's gonna be a COVID tax when you buy chocolate. Yo, right things are coming, people. Yeah. <laughs> that you shouldn't buy that house. You know, you're still working. <laughs> Inflation is coming. You just laid on me. Eh? Yo, interest rate is coming, so people are spending a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So it's it's coming. Judgment day is coming. Um. But yeah, honestly. Um. So I've been out because I'm vaccinated now, and I've been out nice. and, and seeing about. It's it's just great to see people like going to bars. Um, I went to a couple of places. I went to a couple of retail shops, you know, just to shop, buy stuff that I needed. Okay. And it was cool to see all these jobs. Like every place I went, they were looking for people. Um, so it got me wondering, like, what's going on? Like, I've never seen so many job openings or job. Yeah, openings. before it was, you needed you needed a fucking five years experience probably, to get a yeah. retail job. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. Then I looked a bit more into it. Well, I can can speak to that. I think I read an article in the New York Times where a lot of people in the States, a lot of Americans our age uh, in their 20s are not going back to restaurant retail jobs because, excuse me, because of, uh, you know, they kind of did some self-reflection, right? Introspection Mm -hmm. on who they wanted to be, what they wanted to do, created Mm -hmm. a business, started a business, wanted to pursue that, uh, found new hobbies. And... uh, at the very least, you know, they had their, uh, stimulus check, right. Yeah. That they said to themselves. And I, when, when people more. see, I, I worked retail for many years and some jobs were better than others. And when they were bad, they were bad. Um, you know, there were times when I would get like $300 biweekly, believe it or not, mm. because of the shifts, the hours, and this was at a high traffic mall. So you can imagine like the frustration I had, right. Um, so what I'm saying is that when I hear those stories, I can say, yeah, that, that I agree that that would happen. You know, mm-hmm. people won't go, won't return to work because they have uh, $2,000 a month yeah. and they're not, you know, begging their manager for more hours, you know, yeah. they get to stay at home and they get to focus on their own hobbies. Right. Yeah. What, what, what they do with their time is their business, but yeah, you're not, what an incentive stay at home. Governments can pay two grand and you can pursue your own passions and make Man. something of it. You know, man, universal income needs to be a thing. I, I like it, just needs to be a thing. I, I just I'm want minimum wage. I, I wish I, I, I get it. We're in a capitalist society and capitalism drives well, like, incentives. Capitalism is, is a more of an American thing. Canada's not, we're not a capitalist. If you, Canada's no, a bit no, more we're socialist. Not, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not as rigorous as the states, right? Like we man. have a lot of regulations. Let's just look at the entertainment industry, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, 
we still have similar ideologies, right? And just how we manage money. Like, for example, what I'm trying to get at is, you know, the American dream, right? The founding fathers, they believe that a minimum wage should still be a sustainable wage, right? And then it was up to the individual uh, to want the bigger house, to buy the mm-hmm. better car. But with a minimum wage job, you should be able to still afford a house or afford a car. And times evidently have changed. And I understand that. But, you know, when do you draw the line? Like the populations. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Sorry. Go ahead. I just want to say like the populations, the the population is only going to be increasing. There's only Mm going to be more and more people that are like fighting for these high income jobs. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, this is, this is speaking from experience where I was was told my whole life, you know, you go to school, you graduate and you'll find a job that pays decently and you'll be able to move out by a certain time, whatever. And, you know, I was, I was uh, sadly mistaken, you know, and Mm -hmm. that, that, that's in my lifetime. So you can imagine like the Gen Z's and our kids and their kids, like what's going to happen? What what do you think is going to happen? Right. They're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) let's just speak frank don't be so your sentiment (laughs) then daniel like your sentiment is a sentiment that many of us have look the issue is it's quite simple speaking about americans here because canada we do a bit we're gonna be just fine canada's canada's gonna be just fine we we just need to make more houses and we need to stop thinking that living in the city is a big thing it's not uh, small communities, you can make a good life, you can have a good life living in a small community. And I think more and more people our age that lives in Canada are realizing that. One thing we talk about the states is like, you cannot have minimum wage and also have a free market that's supposed to maximize shareholders' profit. You know, how can you maximize profit? You lower your expenses. Right. Private expenses is paying labor. Yeah. Okay. If we can pay people less, we'll make more, people will invest more, will give us more money for us to do more R&D, for us to build more product, for us to be more innovative, thus creates the cycle, right? We'll lose employees, we'll do automation, we'll decrease our expenses for automation because of automation, and then we get more money because we're innovating. It's quite simple. Like when Adam Smith, because all these concepts about capital, capital market or free market comes from Adam Smith, when he when he created this thing, people people like people felt to forget that one key point that he made. It has to better the market. It has to better the group, and that's the thing. People in the states, like in terms of market, they're all individuals. You know, they don't think about the group. They think about the individuals. Yeah. I'm gonna be better than this person. Everyone's their own you know? brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's good, and that makes yeah. a co- a market competitive. Oh, for sure. But like, you know, because of that, we have, like, I can talk to you on this sweet ass laptop that like weighs like two pounds. How incredible is that? That's because of the free market. At the same time, for this market, for this laptop to cost what it costs. Yeah. That, that labor (laughs) and that technology, man, like. Someone has to lose, really. Someone has to lose. And that's, and, and that comes back to what I've always been telling you about. Why do people think that it, that everybody deserves to be happy? Everybody deserves to win. That's that's what that's what boggles me. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be winners and losers in life, people. Like yeah. I hate to sound so strict and sound so direct, but like people may understand that like you're gonna lose and you're gonna win. You have to decide what you want to win at and what you want to lose at. Yeah, that's what you get to decide. 
And that's yeah. why democracy, democracy is so great. And that's why I'd rather to live in Canada. I don't know if I want to live in the States, to be quite honest. In yeah. Canada, we're a bit more socialist. We have systems set in place to help those in need, which I love. But like, yeah, I would not be able to, yeah. but I would not be able to live in a, in like, in a communist country just because no. like, no, no, I love competition. I think competition is good. Of course. Yeah. But, but like, I, certain, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. I'm saying, yeah, I agree with everything. I'm not definitely not a communist uh, or, or else what, what's the point of going after my passion? Like, obviously I want to tell the stories I want to tell. I'm, I'm not a Marxist as well. Like, yeah, exactly. But my whole thing is, um, I don't know. I, uh, I just feel like, you know, sometimes just with how everything's going, right. Like um, there just seems to be a lot of burdens. Right. And yeah. uh you know, you, you could just, you, you uh, sometimes like you struggle, man. Like you just don't know. Yep. There's a lot of uncertainty and it's not about the pandemic, if you know what I mean. Like you don't welcome know where you're going to be in five years. <laughs> exactly. Hey, welcome right, to adulthood. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the world, man. <laughs> I know, right? Christians welcoming in. I love it. Hey, welcome, uh, welcome to the world, people. Not, But like, and I agree with you 100%. The sentiments that you have, those are not new sentiments. I have the sentiments as well. Because and you I talk to the audience, yeah. like you're not yeah. alone. We all, yeah. we all have yeah. those same exact sentiments. You don't have to be Jeff Bezos to feel great. Jeff Bezos, I'm sure to God, probably has the same sentiments that we have. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is doing? What, what am I doing? Just so just scary. Just <laughs> yeah. I'm going. I'm going to the spaceship. Why? Like, I want a life. Why am I going to space for? <laughs> it's true, man. That's true. Like, I'm. I'm telling you, all these sentiments that people are having. Everyone had it. But you need to understand, man, like in life, you're not going to have everything you want. You got to pick yeah. two or three things that you want and just, and yeah. just go buy it. But yeah, yeah man, like, I, yeah. but in terms, in terms of the economics here, we're going to be just fine. Canada's going to be just fine. Um, yeah, people yeah. overbought houses. They're going to be put in a very tough position. They might get loans in terms, in terms of their household for the house. So loans against their house and use their house as collateral to buy more things. That might be a very tricky spot that they might be, but I'm yeah. assuming those people are very knowledge about their finances and they have parents or people or siblings that can give them money in need. If not, we're going to yeah, see I heard a lot homeless. of cosigns. I heard a lot yes. of cosigns. Yeah. If not, we're going to see a lot more homeless people on the street. Um, well, that's pretty but, drastic, but yeah, you're right, man. It's true. Drastic, but that's all it happens, no, no, I'm, man. I'm, I can't, no, because I'm from an area, I'm from a, area that uh is, is regarded as like upper class middle class because of the value of the housing right because when i was dude. growing at, and, and the market just like changed it for me like when i was growing up here these houses were like two hundred thousand. you know but what i'm saying is that like to, to process that like homeless it's like people can only save you for so long right like if you make some bad decisions right you're gonna like you said you could be homeless you could be uh shit out of luck sol all it is is two or three bad decisions yeah you lost a, you lost a job you overborrowed and you can't pay your bills and the bank wants to collect because they right. see that you're being delinquent and that's it. You're homeless. Boom. And how's the, uh, how's the housing in, in Ottawa? Is it uh, expensive? It's hot, man. What? It's hot, dude. It's, it's, it's no, but hot. is it expensive? It's, it's not expensive as Toronto, is it? Yeah. Yeah, man, of course. So you're, of are course. you, are you setting your sights? Or are you, are you waiting for things to die down? Man, I, I'm just saving my money, saving Good. as much as I can. Good for you. Um, I don't, to personally myself, like my work, like my person, my day-to-day -day job, man, they, um, I was, very, I'm very fortunate. They're, they're allowing me to like work anywhere in Canada. So I'm not really like 
burden to stay in Ottawa if I want to. I can just go. Oh, that's amazing. In a cottage, you know. So I, I, I have no issues living in a cottage, man. I think cottage life is. <laughs> that's cool. amazing, man. Yeah, that that'd be beautiful for your mental health. Are you kidding yeah. me? I pay two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. I have five bedrooms in the lake. And my Wi-Fi is great because Eli has this, Eli bus has like yeah. Starlink. And if you do want to visit the city, you take you a car, you visit. Take a car, you visit the city. And like, and that's the thing: people want to live downtown in a city, have this perfect house, and live that way. And I get this dog, and I have five kids, and, and each kid has a room. Like, it's not gonna be the dream that you want. It's gonna be something but not the dream that you have for yourself. And you're just going to have to be an adult, swallow the bullet and just do that instead. But people yeah. don't want to do that. And, and that's what's killing me. That is killing me. Well, you have <laughs> to have one more time. Like it's killing, killing me. me. Yeah, Christian. That's what's going to be the name of the podcast. Killing me with Christian. <laughs> it's um, killing me. No, but uh, no, I'm just going to say like, that's, that's really the issue, right? Is, is, um, what drives you. And, you know, if it's not monetary, what else is it? Right. Like, like you, you just described the linear path and, uh, maybe that's something that I'm coming to terms with. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I bring myself, I bring my story up a lot because it, it's surreal to me because I don't mm -hmm. know anyone I can relate to. I don't have like an uncle that's in film that yeah. can tell me like, this is what you're supposed to feel at this age. Yeah. And the reason why I do these podcasts is because I'm reaching out to entrepreneurs or people like yourself. Uh, you know, a photographer I spoke to the other day where he was telling me like, bro, at 26, you think I had to figure it out? I was freaking out every day, like if yeah. I was going to make it. And it's just refreshing, but it's much needed because I don't have that dialogue. Everyone I know, family, extended, whatever friends, peers, especially the area I'm from, uh, no one knows that path, right? Uh, the creative venture and forget my like unconventional path. I'm talking about like what you just described, like the picket fence, whatever, like everybody's gunning for that, that we know. Yeah. Everybody's gunning yeah. for that. And what and you just described puts a smile on my face. And if I were to go downstairs and tell my parents, they'd be like, what do you mean you're going to live in a cottage out in the middle of the woods and nowhere? Like, you just can't process that. You know what I mean? Like oh. living on your own, like out and well, nowhere. Well, like, look. And not to like, shit on them. I'm just saying like, it's just different No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not going to shit on them. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that, that, that really struck to me. Okay. Because when I talk to people, because like, as much as I can, I try to put myself, I'm trying to live myself in a real, like put myself in the real world. Right? right. Someone told me, there's two type of people in this world. There's people that use words to express reality, and there's yeah. people that use words to create their own reality. Do, do, like, do you see the difference there? People that use people words, that use to, words express, to express their own reality. To, to express reality. To express reality, yeah. It's people that use words to, to create their own reality. Mm, like manifestation. But manifestation is included. Okay. But like, I'm the type of person, I use words to express reality, good or bad. This is why it is. You're a, real, you're a realist. Like, you're very practical, what you're saying. Yeah. And, like, I cannot be with someone that, like, that tries to create their own reality. Because that's, that's a very dangerous thing to do. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but I don't think that's you, though. You think that's you? Explain. No, I'm saying I'm carving my own path. And you were commending me on it. Uh, yeah, no, but like you're carving pandemic. your own path, but you know what's, but you know reality. Right, right. Uh, like I'm not talking like, oh, I'm Quentin Tarantino, like watch out for me. 
Yeah. yeah, I'm Quentin Tarantino, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. make like five Oscars, bro. Like, yeah, Mookie yeah, touched yeah. me. No, you're like, no, like, I'm 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 not Quentin Tarantino. I'm Daniel. I'm making short films. I would love to make a feature, but right now my capacity, I make short films, and look, it's doing very well. It's touring Europe right now. Yeah, yeah. Self awareness, no- self awareness. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's so that's so critical. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I and I'm I seeing more and more people, and that's why social media is so dangerous, man. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I know it's hard because we use it. I'll be like for myself, right? If anyone's struggling, I use it for my business. Mm -hmm. Problem is, is that every time I go on, it's always like, what the hell am I on this for? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's this stupid, vicious circle that I have, um, this love hate relationship. And I think you just have to know, like people say like balance it, not to ignore it, but it's hard because it's, you're human. Like your brain tricks you. Like you don't, you can't see something and ignore it. Like you just, um, if, if you're at a vulnerable time, does that make sense? Uh, it'll it'll capture it'll captivate you the wrong man, way. Man, look, man. I, I love what we're talking about, but like I have to be very careful with the things, with the things I say because people are gonna think I'm a dick. But like, <laughs> you're just very blunt. I love it. Like pe- people need to people need to tell the tr- the best way you can help someone is telling the truth. Hey, like you know, I'm about to buy this house. Okay, what do you do for work? Oh man, like I'm flipping burgers. Okay, like you're making you're making money, and I'm making minimum wage. Okay, who's gonna help you buy this house? My parents gonna help me buy this house. Are they gonna pay the mortgage? I don't know. They're gonna give me 20k to for the down payment, and I, hopefully, I make enough to pay the mortgage. In my head, I'm like, this guy. If, he, if that guy loses one paycheck, he's done. So you're saying accept accept your your situation in life, surrender to it, yeah. and don't give in to personal attacks i mean or or, or pure attacks like judgment you know, like 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 to me like i was talking to this guy i'm like to me i'm like man like like i thought i got the truth i'm like yo you shouldn't buy this house he was really upset with me oh this is a I recent was, story this is a yeah, like, story this, yeah this is a real thing true story <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing this is a real thing he was very upset with me i'm like don't buy this house so oh well like we talking about man my parents don't give me no money like blah blah blah, blah. i'm like all right well like buy the house i'll come for the house for me I'll buy your next bottle of scotch. I'll, I'll celebrate <laughs> with guy. you. Yeah. But let me know right now, bro. Like, you need a better job because mortgage is going to go up, interest is going to go up. And to be quite honest, like, is your parents will just pay your mortgage for 20 years, 20, 20, 30 years? Because there's no way you're going to be able to afford this house with the job that you have. All, all this to say, like, all this just to say, because, like, he's like creating his own reality in this world that, like, he can afford something when he clearly cannot. And that's, yeah. what I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to tell people. Like, accept your reality. Yeah. And do not create your own reality when people, like, trying to push you to create your own reality. I don't know if I'm making a good point here. No, but, like, no, no. I think, I think I know what you're saying. Is, are you, uh, the best way to describe it, what people that have viewed my podcast like about me is that I use my own experiences or my own stories to help the audience, the guests articulate their their story better right like i i use it as as i i try to find a way to relate it to, to myself and i think what you're saying is like you know um do i just find a six-figure job right now or do i just like find an office job so i can play into that reality create the reality that other people want while putting all the work that i put into my film passion and my contacts to the side is that what you kind of mean like it's kind of like not being aware giving into societal pressures yeah societal pressures big play but like also too like you know like 
know who you are, know where you're at in life, and don't go pretend to be something you're not. Hmm. Like, don't create our own reality. Like, I'm telling you. Like, how often have you seen people buying all this equipment for film, thinking they're going to become the, big, the biggest director in the world? And they, they never shot anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, like, yeah. Well, that, well like, that was my rule from day one. Remember I told you? Mm-hmm. I said, you know, it's tempting. You see people online. They got all these fancy cameras, the red camera, whatever. And there's part of me that's like, hey, but I was really real with myself. And I'm proud of mm-hmm. myself for saying this. Is, and I told you. I said, until those clients come, until I start seeing a progression in the work, yeah, I'm not going to invest that money because those yeah. people that invest the money, because I've worked with those people, those videographers on set that have been doing it 10 years. Mm-hmm. They tell me when they started at 21, they had a shitty, crappy camera. Yeah. Right. My camera's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's a Sony a7 III, but they had a DSLR, you know, just basic and one lens and they just did the job. And then as yeah. over time, they, they progressed, right? They bought their own mm-hmm. equipment to the point where they're like a one man show. Like they bring everything, mm-hmm. lighting, grip, everything. Um, and today, like, for example, right. I'm starting to venture off. I'm starting to do a little bit more work, right? Short films, dance video promos. I want to expand market my 94 collection. What do I do? I invest or I'm looking to invest in a monitor, a little seven inch monitor because the little screen on the a7 III doesn't do it justice. That's, that's, yeah, I I think a valid investment, right? Because you're, you're growing with your career. You don't see me saying, Christian, I'm buying a red camera tomorrow. Let's go. It's like, no, do you even know if they want you as a DP on, on these projects? Do you even know if, you want to be a DP. What if you want to be a director and you don't even touch a camera again? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like slowly progress, but I know what you mean, man. It's so important. And don't like that situation. I don't know who that per- person is, but the mortgage, right. Unfortunately, a lot of people like, yeah, they, they feel this need to move out and I get it. I get it. You don't want to be, it, we're social creatures. You don't want to talk to people and say, I'm living at home. You don't want to talk to people and say, I have a shitty job or whatever, but you have to accept your reality. You have to, you can't, you can't bullshit people. You mm-hmm. know, you can't just like, tell them things just to make yourself feel better because it's only hurting you at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these people that you don't even care about, let's be honest, like Gary V. I know you, I know you have your qualms about this guy, but he said it, bro. He went, Mm -hmm. why are you, why are you doing things to impress people you don't like? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're all guilty of this. I know myself that there are times when I say, Oh, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. And then I say, am I doing it for myself or am I doing it? So I don't feel the judgment. Yeah. You know, so it's an interesting tug of war. It's an interesting conflict. Patience is a big thing too. Yeah. Um, and life's all about like life as cliche as it might sound. It, it really is a journey. I believe. Yeah. Like as much as I'm in a dark place or I might yeah. think I'm in a dark place, you know, in a year's time, like things can change a year oh, ago, yeah. things a, th- a year ago, you know what I mean? Look, look how much a year has changed a year ago. Yeah. Right. And if you really want to see changes, like look at your, yourself, like how yeah. much has changed in the last month? How much have you grown? How much have you learned? What new context have you made? So I think it's all about progression, buddy. And, yeah. you know, that's why I love having these conversations with you. Man. Uh, I've always been a good sport that way, like talking about comparison and progression. Man, and You've just been keeping I, it real, man. Yeah, but like one of the biggest things that I love to see in your journey is like, I remember when we met? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I want to do movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you were, but, but, but you know what, man? But, but I could be I was, wrong. Yeah, but when but I talked, I, when I talked to you, but it could be wrong. When I talked to you, as much as I was like, I want to do movies, and I had like one film on my YouTube channel, I feel like you, you, you believed in that fire. Like you, yeah. you, went, you, you knew through my eye, like that I wasn't fucking around. I just needed. I was waiting for that moment, right? Yeah. Get seriously and focus. Well, you're, you're, well, I don't know. Like you're a bit different than other people mm-hmm. that I've met, because like you okay. know, when you work, when you like work in that industry, like you, you just know people are just trying to say things that they don't mean i.e create their own reality 
I just a lot of people knew. that we worked with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, my job's important. No, it's not. Um, but anyways. What was like, different, it, man? Yeah, just be different. I, I just knew it was a little bit different. Something a little bit different about you. It was a different you, vibe, yeah. You, you said something and you did it. Thanks. <laughs> no, that that, yeah. that 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 in itself. But that's what I'm saying no. is that when I spoke when I spoke to you, right? I saw in your eyes like you you believe me. You know what I mean? Like when I spoke, no, you, it wasn't like yeah, because you did it. <laughs> oh, okay, because I did it. I, what, what was it? Because I proved. I think I. I you know what? You know what solidified it? I think because mm-hmm. i remember you like you know doing your thing networking whatever mm-hmm. by the way one of the happiest days because your energy you you, yeah. you know i'm talking about that department just yeah <laughs> lit up yes. when you walked in yeah um and i remember telling you like i'm a director or whatever and then i think it was that competition right yeah or one of the sharks at uh, one of the dragons on dragons then yeah like and i wrote the script and i shot and i edited it and i think that's what it was but we yeah. kind of like understood Man. each other yeah <laughs> Like so many people talk about doing things, not all of them do anything. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and like you know, like it's a tenacity, right? That's important. It's not. The, it's not tenacity. It's the execution. That's the thing. That's all it is, man. You say you're do something, you just do it. And like and and once you do something, I'm like, okay, this guy can actually execute what he's doing because he said right. he's gonna do it. He did it. Right. You know, I'm like, I, I that in itself, I I respect, especially. And it created a feel because there's so many people that pretend like they're going to do something. They never do anything. You know, they just like to talk about it, i.e. create their own reality. <laughs> oh, it's such a, it's such a strenuous path. It's ar- ar- arduous and it's just tough, man. It's fucking tough. It's, it's mentally straining. I'll be honest. Yeah. But, but the only, the, the best cure, mm-hmm. I think that's where people like, you know, mistaken is to get it done. Like to yeah. just do whatever's on your mind, sure. even if it's the littlest thing like editing a, a, a frame, you yeah. know, in a, in a picture, like people don't realize, um, I think to, to speak to what Christian's trying to say about me is that's what he sees. is like, you know, obviously I'm not perfect. And I have my days where I might procrastinate or I might mm-hmm. think about it, but eventually like it gets done. Yeah. Eventually I show right you the product, uh, this yeah. podcast, uh, what a journey. Like, yeah, <laughs> you remember December, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to start a podcast. And you're like, yo, that'd be amazing. And yeah. I was thinking about that today before coming on the podcast. I said, you know, you were my first guest. You were the guy that actually encouraged me. You were the guy that gave yeah. me a shot to give me that comfortability. Right. Cause I don't really want to try it out with anyone else. Cause I'm not sure how I'm going to be. And mm. you know, I trust your opinion, but you know, I remember like the last week of December, we were just <laughs> doing, doing a podcast and I yeah. like, I'm almost at my hundredth episode and I'm so grateful yeah. for all the people that are involved. Yeah. Um, but you told me hundred one. It's gonna be yeah. So that I get a hundred episodes. Some people start a podcast. Almost, and do three almost, or four. almost. Yeah, almost. I know, right? It's crazy. And uh I shouldn't take it lightly for sure, but uh I'm, oh, I'm more than grateful. I'm, I'm uh for the people that you know have enjoyed the podcast, have been on it, and I have a lot more to go. Yeah, uh, you know, and, it's not easy getting guests. Uh, I know everyone's busy, you got schedules, but mm. uh, they come around eventually, yeah. you know. And, and what's crazy about podcasting? it's still somewhat new and also too man you don't know who's listening you don't and and this is what i love about this is what i honestly believe about the industry is that don't do it because you want to be the next joe rogan do it because it's an extension of who you are and you want people to see who you are because i have made so many contacts so many friends because of this podcast yeah and i'm not saying i'm going to make a living off of it but it's nice to know that you never know if there's someone in the industry, someone that knows someone else uh, yeah. that can reach out and say, hey, 
you know, yeah. I, I'd love to work with you. I'd love to see uh, yeah. you progress. So, uh, yeah. And you always instilled that philosophy on me, man, is mm. put, keep creating content, keep, keep being authentic and someone will find you. Right. Yeah, man. Keep being Daniel Calderon. People like that. Tell you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I was actually speaking to a guy, uh, on my morning walk today, a friend mm. from high school. And he goes, uh, by the way, like I'm loving the podcast. Like they're, they're amazing. Like keep going, whatever. And I'm just like, wow. Like I was not expecting a compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wasn't even, I didn't even think this guy listened to it <laughs> and it just, it, it made me feel good because it's like, that's what I want. I want an audience. I want people to listen to the conversation <laughs> I have with you guys. Right. It's, it, you know, it's so funny. Like, it's just so, it's just so interesting because like, you know, you didn't, you didn't even know he was listening. I'm telling you, like everyone's listening. <laughs> Everyone's, I, I know, I, I look at my, my uh, stats and I got people from the States, Ohio, I got people Everyone from uh, Egypt, like some random, and I'm just like, you know, word travels, man. And yeah. the, whole, the whole intention, I say this on every podcast or every other podcast, the whole intention of this, bro, is to be a snapshot in time. Yeah. To, to be like, how cool would that be? It, it, but, become established, right? And people could mm-hmm. go back to this conversation and be like, holy shit, that's Daniel Calderon at 26. Yeah. Talking about, you know, the pandemic but but you know what's crazy too it's like okay how does youtube actually count a view is it like longer than two minutes the count of you i believe so because i've tra- yeah. I've tested it myself yeah longer than two minutes or maybe a minute um but that's another thing right a steady a steady you know nothing crazy i'm not over 100 yet subscribers but it's it's amazing like like i'll have a day where like five subscribers will, will just join yeah you know what i mean man and then it's like like you always tell me is that's what you mean by just chipping away just yeah. keep doing it. You never know who's gonna pop up. And and that's not and that's that's what you're not running any ads, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Christian always <laughs> reminds me that uh, I'm very uh, organic, gorilla. <laughs> gorilla, man. <laughs> yeah. That's that's you know, like I hope you understand how hard it is to like gain a subscriber on YouTube without running any ads, without any, running any type of promotion. Because sometimes you might see on YouTube when people go to mobile, they click a button and they see another video. And it's a sponsored ad video from yeah. a YouTube creator in order for them to get more views. But a lot more of more people, people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I was just going to say like a lot of people too, right? Like they, it's all about tapping into the trends, right? Like the vulnerability, like what are you, what is everyone talking about? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, my videos are, are interesting in a way because I talk about my artworks, talk about my film career, but yeah. I also talk about mental health and you know, people will say to me like, oh, why are you doing a whole bunch, especially my family? Like, why are you doing a whole bunch of videos on different subjects? Like, why not just talk about your films? And I guess I want like, when you go on that channel to be like, this is what this, on, what's on this guy's mind. You know what I mean? Like, this is who he is, right? Wait, like every who, angle. Who's telling you that your family? Yeah. Like, don't, just listen, like, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. No, no, keep no, doing no. what you're doing, bro. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks, brother. I'll, I'll, I'll take that serious. No, but but you know what I'm talking about. You know, those yeah. videos are like, I, I discuss mental health and whatever. Like, they've actually helped people. People have reached yeah. out to me and they said, like, thanks for being informative and insightful on that. Yeah. Man, it's it's so hard for men to talk about mental health, man. And that's and that's what that's one yeah, of the things thank I, you, I, man. I keep, I, I, keep for, I keep listening to that all the time. Your videos are really good. As, I see Go it as, I see it as, but I see it as uh, not not to, to boast myself, but I really do see if a man can talk about mental health, it's not weakness, it's strength, no, it's courage, strength, yeah. courage, and and that should be seen as more of like uh, inspiring or admirable than you know stigmatized. Yeah. Right. And and 
you know, again, and whether it's my video or someone else's, I enjoy man or woman talking about mental health or something's on my, yeah. like that to me is like any hero of mine, like a filmmaker or a celebrity, when they talk about something that was uh, vulnerable to them, that, uh, you know, jeopardize their health or, you know, change them uh, for the worse. Like, I want to hear that story. You know, that's what makes them human. That's what makes them raw. Yeah. That's what makes them a storyteller. That's what, that's why we're able to tell great stories. People mm -hmm. forget that nowadays. I, I'm going to go on a side run here, but you know, everyone wants a, 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 a juicy story, you know, a, a thought provoking tale. And, and mm. you know, they, they don't want to watch the same crap, mm. but the writers that create dark, edgy, you know, thought provoking humanistic uh, material, it's because they went through it. They experienced it. They observed it. Yep. Like if life was all fairy tales and everything's happy and everything's social media, you wouldn't want to watch movies ever again. There'd be nothing to, to root for. There'd be nothing to engage in. There's no underdog. Like I love the underdog, you know? I love the guy that's like down on his luck, you know, trying to make yeah. it. And then he does. I always say this, like Entourage, we love that show. But season one to five, that's, that's the show for me. Everything else is like an epilogue. Yeah. But one to five, when he's trying to make it and he's running around and whatever, granted, you know, he doesn't have the, the most uh, pathetic uh, come up because he still gets the girls, right? And he still lives in the houses. But it's that intensity, that uh, despair. Like, what's going to happen next? Like, is he going to get that movie deal? Is his friends going to F him over? Is, his, is he going to get that signing? Um, I don't know. That's just my take, man. It, it's, it's something I just wanted to, to, to mention. And, and let's go back to the to the right to those writers you know that write really top provoking pieces like yeah. right now I'm, I'm reading to like i'm subscribed to like new york times Boston journals and i'm like following this, some some of his offers right and you know one, one of the things that i like a lot about you know newspaper writers they're really good at expressing reality i i, I feel like i'm keep saying that today because it's like because what you're seeing right now about those writers that write those great pieces of film right they're not creating reality they're expressing the reality because they've been through it yeah and that's what makes it good so like anyways <laughs> no no anyways 100 man yeah anyways, anyways thank you again for coming on the podcast thank you again for always sharing your insights uh more importantly your journey that's the whole intention of the podcast and i really hope everyone learned something today um you know or at the very least been inspired by it yeah, man. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having me. Um, I know yeah. today was a little bit of sadder tone. <laughs> what? No, it wasn't sadder tone. It was a bit sadder tone. It goes. It goes from upbeat to 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 you know uh, to, to down and raw. You know, like we have to upbeat like life. down. <laughs> just well, solid. because you tell it as it is, right? So that's how yeah. we get into these subjects. But uh, it's always important. Look, if you watch my, if everyone listening, you watch my listen to my podcast. Yeah. There's going to be episodes where it's going to make you think. There's going to be episodes where it's going to make you laugh. For God's sakes, there's an episode where I talk about Pokemon the whole hour, but that's the whole point of this podcast is to be, you know, a variety of things, right? That's real life. It's yeah, not yeah. just one thing. I don't believe in like niche, like analyzing movies every episode. I believe in, I want to talk about what I want to talk about, you know? Imagine if you did that, it'll be so fucking boring. Anyway. No, but it would because let's be honest, man. A lot of people, even though, even the people that are in film would get bored because that's not human beings. Everybody has different interests and likes. And, you know, I think it's so important that you show that versatility. Mm -hmm. okay? It is. Agreed, man. Definitely agreed. All right. So thank you again, Christian Alphonse, for joining the podcast. Thank you again, for everyone, for listening. And we'll talk soon. Bye, everyone. <laughs>